This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. If you've got a thirst for knowledge that never quits, Brightside podcasts are just what you need. Whether you're into recent discoveries, space exploration, true stories, or useful tips for self-improvement, psychology, gadgets, or just your day-to-day routine, there's something for everyone. You probably remember learning about Queen Elizabeth I in school, right? She came to power in 1558 and was one of England's greatest monarchs. We all know about her accomplishments as a ruler, but what about the stuff they don't teach you in school? Imagine my surprise when I started digging into the Virgin Queen's life story and found out that she cussed like a sailor. Fun fact number one, she was nearly executed by her older sister. When Elizabeth's younger brother, Edward VI, suddenly died in 1553, no one knew who'd be next on the throne. Both Elizabeth and her half-sister Mary had supporters. So when Mary finally took the throne, rebellion started popping up left and right. The new queen had them all snuffed out, which earned her the nickname Bloody Mary, by the way, and got a cocktail named after her, and she put her little sister in prison for two months. Elizabeth only managed to escape execution by assuring Mary that she didn't have any part in the rebellions. She was still kept under house arrest for almost a year, though. Whew, talk about sibling rivalry. Number 2. She was never really meant to be queen. It was sort of thanks to a series of coincidences and unfortunate events that Elizabeth took the English throne after Mary's death. You see, her father, Henry VIII, had the line of succession planned down to a T. He was a golfer? Uh, never mind. Edward would take the throne after him. But if Edward didn't produce any heirs, then Mary would become queen. And if she didn't have an heir, then Elizabeth was last in line. Well, that's pretty much how it went. Only Elizabeth's predecessors died before they could produce an heir. So she took the throne. Lucky her. Number 3. She was kind of like a cult of personality. Once she became queen, Elizabeth's advisor started a campaign to make flattering portraits of her. Later on, these depictions would include details of classic goddesses like Venus or Diana. This way, Elizabeth created an image of herself as a pure and divine monarch who is married to her country. Well, the cult of personality must have worked because she reigned for over 40 years. Number 4. She rejected all attempts to force a marriage on her. The parliament tried to convince her to marry and bear an heir to the throne. Her father, King Henry VIII, had been obsessed with having a son to succeed him, so that the line of Tudors wouldn't end with him. Elizabeth, however, was adamant that she wouldn't marry any man in her lifetime, and she stood her ground. After all, she was a dedicated leader married to her country, right? Five. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! 
It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. She had her fair share of affairs. She might have been symbolically married to her country, but she supposedly did have some secret lovers. Being the Virgin Queen didn't prevent Elizabeth from becoming the subject of all kinds of rumors. One of the most viable was that she was in love with her lifelong friend Robert Dudley. Oh, Dudley. She turned down proposals from kings and dukes, only to see her love marry another woman in the end. But then again, when his wife died, Elizabeth still resisted marrying Robert herself, preferring to keep her image instead. If this secret love story is true, then it's kinda sad, actually. There were other rumors as well, and while some of them were possibly believable, others were downright outrageous. For example, according to one theory, Elizabeth was actually a man. That was why she never married. She supposedly died at a young age and was later replaced by the only red-headed child there was at court. Unfortunately, it was a boy. Man, that's right out of the tabloids. 6. She was vain. Well, it might not be too surprising that a queen would pay particular attention to her clothing and appearance. Everyone knows Elizabeth loved to attend any event in a super-decked-out ensemble. But can you imagine that she supposedly had over 2,000 pairs of gloves? Her wardrobe was immense, and she never wore the same clothes twice. Speaking of which… Number 7. It took her a lot of time to get dressed. Being particular about your outer beauty does come with its drawbacks. It took her ladies-in-waiting hours to dress and undress her. And as the queen aged, it became increasingly worse. She was very, very elaborate about her looks, and spent over four hours a day getting ready. Not only did she want to look immaculate, she also had other ways to stand out in a crowd. Number 8. She required other women to look plain. While the queen herself was always shining in her beauty, she required her ladies to only wear black or white, making them pale in comparison. Yes, despite her tremendous success as a ruler, she had her guilty pleasures and wanted to be the only one to catch people's eye in the court. So, even the prettiest of ladies looked rather homely next to their liege. Like I said, she was pretty vain. But still. Number 9. Her looks were quite deceiving. Nobody would have guessed it, but under all that gorgeous style and makeup, there was a woman who wasn't the most striking beauty. When she was young, she was gorgeous. But after a bout of smallpox, Elizabeth was left with facial scars and hair loss. She was never one for defeat, though. So she kept up the desirable image even in her later years with the help of wigs and white makeup. Sadly, all the stuff she put on her head and face did even more damage to her skin than age could. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day 
at sax.com. Number 10. She had a sweet tooth. At the time of Elizabeth's reign, sugary stuff was pretty expensive and reserved mostly for the upper class. Well, she used her position as the queen to the fullest in that respect. Everyone close to her knew how she loved desserts, which, by the way, also contributed to her deteriorating looks. By the end of her life, her remaining teeth were black and rotten, which is why, if she ever smiled, she did so only with her lips. Boy, if that isn't a big hint of brush and floss after meals, then I don't know what is. Number 11. She admired her mother. Despite the fact that her mom, Anne Boleyn, had been executed, Elizabeth loved her dearly, albeit secretly. Of course, when you have a mother who's hated by the whole nation for her affair with your dad, you'd probably think twice about being open about your feelings. But Elizabeth did have subtle ways of showing her affection for her mom, like by wearing her mother's jewelry that had been passed on to her. Actually, she's pretty famous for her love of initial pendants, and a lot of her favorites contained her mother's initials. There are portraits of Elizabeth wearing an A pendant for Anne, a B, probably for Boleyn, and AB around her neck. Later, when she became queen, she always wore a locket with her mother's picture inside. She also granted a lot of titles to her mom's favorites at court, which was no coincidence either. Number 12. She cussed like a sailor. Yes, she was the Virgin Queen. She was the good Queen Bess. She even had an American colony named after her. And yet, she really didn't care what came out of her mouth. Henry VIII was notorious for his love of profanity, and Elizabeth probably picked it up from him. It's no secret that she loved her father, despite him having her mother killed, and followed very much in his steps. So, should we really be surprised that the queen had the same potty mouth as her dad? Plus, you know, you probably can't effectively rule a country for several decades and defeat the Spanish Armada with soft words and courtesies. <laughs>